morning tip. Good afternoon. It is December 20th, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What's going on, Will? I have bad news. I, we thought it was done. We thought it was behind us, but COVID is not all the way behind us. Uh, since we talked last week, it seems like we have taken uh, quite the, the, the wrong turn. Five NFL games were postponed. We have NBA games that have been postponed. We have had to change both the, uh, the NBA protocol and the NFL protocol. College games have been getting canceled left and right. Uh, Duke was supposed to play Cleveland State on Saturday. They had COVID problems. Then we were supposed to play uh, Loyola Marymount. Then you know, a day later, had to cancel because of COVID. And then we finally played uh, Elon, who uh, is only about 45 minutes away. So, so that worked. So it is just we are right back to where we were, uh, it seems like, um, kind of right around this time last year of things getting postponed and players just all of a sudden uh, the, the one of the premier games on Saturday, I was looking forward to it was supposed to be Memphis versus Tennessee. And it was an hour before the game. Nope. Somebody uh, had a positive test. No, no, no game. So we're very much back in that uncertainty. And there's, there's a lot to talk about. And, and you mentioned players. It's, it's not just players. It's coaches, it's staff. I mean, we had head coaches missing games this past weekend in football. It's we're in it. We're in it. It's not going anywhere. It's not really something we have any control of. This is an outside factor. I think that's the frustrating thing about this is, look, there's things we can do, but we decided we didn't want to do those because we thought we were getting closer to normal. And now that we're not closer to normal, we're kind of stuck in this middle where I don't know if we're going to go back to a bubble. I, I think there's a chance the NBA will do a bubble for the playoffs if it keeps going down the, like this. But they're in a predicament similar to college basketball where they're they play multiple games a week regularly. And you once you cancel one, that's much harder to make up. Like I think NFL, if anything, we're gonna benefit of suddenly having NFL games almost every night of the week at this point. And I'm not entirely against that, but they only play once a week and I think five days is normal from a Sunday to a Thursday. They're just gonna have to make do if you have to play a Tuesday to Sunday or something like that. And at least that's doable, though. Within NBA and college basketball, I don't know how you're going to do this. I think scheduling tripping uh, the trips already is challenging, and I think that'll be easier for some schools and harder for others. Not to mention, you got to end the season at some point. Like the playoffs have to start. March Madness needs to start, and I don't know what this is ever going to get caught up for. Like I feel like we're just going to keep falling behind, and we're just going to lose kind of judgment on how many games do they play, what games do they play. Wait, they rescheduled this one for this one. Was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? It's it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be messy. But I think we push forward. Any Do you think we have any chance of returning to a bubble format anytime soon? Or or am I going way too far back? Like I, We're not that bad yet. I, I don't think we're going, going back to the bubble. Uh, when we did the bubble, COVID was a lot scarier. Right now, it is. it seems to be, be a lot less. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like to see the, uh, the, the numbers. Uh, we, we, you know, you have, uh, what was it in the, uh, in the, in the NBA, there are 70, yeah, there's 70 players sidelined in protocols. So that could mean you tested positive or you were in close contact with someone who tested positive, but I would like to see the numbers on of those 70, how many are showing symptoms? Is it half of them or is it like none of them? And that's kind of where the, the NFL is going closer towards. All right, well, it used to be weekly testing. Now, 
it will no longer be mandatory mandatory testing. It'll only be if you are showing symptoms or if you would like to be tested, uh, you you could be. Uh, so then it brings up, okay, is that uh, health-wise okay that if you're not showing symptoms but you might have COVID, is, is that fine or is that not fine? It seems that's the way the, the direction of NFL is going. I, it's very much anecdotal, but I know uh, DeMar DeRozan recently was in the protocols and out of the protocols, he had tested positive. And when he got out, he said, really the, uh, the, the only symptom I had was boredom. Said he's like, I'm, I'm just sitting here quarantined. No, no, nothing's going on. So I, I don't think they'll go back to a bubble just because, like I said, it's less scary as well as also anecdotal. But here I heard some players talking about, I will not be going back into the bubble. I think that was real tough. It was, you know, especially if you were one of the teams that played there for, for a longer period of time. You're not seeing your family like you would hope. You're not seeing your friends. Uh yeah, but don't you think we can handle that situation better now? Like, we did this before, and we didn't really have much of a choice. It wasn't worth the risk. I think the risk of allowing family members and allowing certain things, I think we can get by with that now. It just, you have to test anybody that comes in. I think it's that simple. Versus before, all right, we're already testing everybody every day. We're testing them regardless of symptoms and all of that. Like, now we have a lot more knowledge that I think we can safely enhance the bubble with a couple more features. I mean, I, I think this is just a very doable thing. It's just the amount of travel and the amount of resources and people that they're reaching out to. It's just too big of a bubble. We need to shrink the bubble back to a smaller size. It doesn't have to necessarily be as strict as the original bubble. I, I just think that there's there's options here that was a clear success rate. No, but think 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 about this is before was we were testing, we are keeping like we are keeping COVID out. Like COVID will not be in here. But now it's even if you're vaccinated and everything, it, the NBA, I think it was it was somewhere between like 90 and 95 percent vaccinated. So more than the general public of America. And it's still just going right through uh, all, all these players. So I don't think a bubble is really going to change that. Maybe. I, I, who knows? It's, it's It just seems like one of those things where the more you know, the more you admit you don't know about this. It's like, all right, we know this part, but... We we don't know what that necessarily transli- transitions into. Like I, it, it feels like we're doing all the right things, we're taking the right steps, and yet we're still kind of stuck in the same mud here. Like why aren't we making any progress? And the reality is we have made progress. Uh, the, the one thing you just mentioned with the NFL making it sound like all right, it's your choice if you want to get tested, and it's almost like you're risking a positive test out of potentially missing more games, and they are kind of letting that be up to you. My argument to it all would be. If you're vaccinated, it would sure it's gonna suck if you get it, but at least you will be ideally okay. If you're not vaccinated, then that's a different risk. Maybe you should get tested. It's it's kind yeah, of I kind of I, I kind of jumped in a little quick on that, but yeah, that's uh, that's the right right in the first line that the, the NFL will stop manda- mandating weekly COVID nineteen tests for asymptomatic vaccinated players. Yes. Yeah. 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 But that's that seems fair to me, though. That seems like a, a, a choice that you have made. You have protected yourself as best as you can, as, as everybody has recommended you do. And if you want to test, that's on you. And if you don't, that, that's all right. You have at least some sort of defense on this already. And I, and I think that is kind of just the, the direction we're going now. But I, I don't know where we go from here. I don't know what else, what other changes we do. Like, is this just, is this just it? Is this how the season's going to go now? Is this sports until what 2024 or whenever this hopefully actually comes to an end? I, I don't think we know. 
I don't even know what to be hoping for. Like, what am I hoping for? Like, you, you talked like the bubble was such a bad thing. The bubble was great for fans. I thought that was some of the best basketball. And, uh, it wasn't great for being able to see basketball games in person. Ah, come on. It looks better on the big screen anyways. I'm I'm going to my first uh, NBA game in uh, in a couple of years on Wednesday. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, we will see. Even if, the, even if it is a, a whole bunch of G League guys. Yeah, not only is your game probably going to be canceled, but if it's not canceled, it's no. it's going to be like a preseason game. No, it will not be canceled. Yesterday, uh, late or late last night, just depending on where you were, NBA and uh, Players Association came together in, on an agreement. And it's almost like the uh, like the salary cap, where there's a floor and a and a ceiling. Of if you have a COVID nineteen case, you're allowed to sign a player, uh, one for each spot, and there's a there's a certain amount you have to sign, and uh, those players will not hit the luxury uh, tax. So that was pretty much them signaling we are not stopping this season. It might be an inferior product because we're going to have uh, G League players and old guys in here, but. The show must go on. We will be playing games with the guys that are there. You know what? This is going to be better for you. You're going to see a team of players that are actually going to play hard because they have something to prove. Uh, unlike the whatever regulars show up every week and disappoint me. Did I, you did you see who uh, who the Celtics signed and who uh, is going to be able to play tonight? Uh, Jabari's still there. Who who are you talking about? No, no, Jabari's been there for for a while. He it's C.J. Miles hasn't played since 2018. Oh wow, thirty-four years old. I, I, I've it's been a little bit of a of a silver lining, where you're seeing a whole bunch of guys that might not have got a shot. Isaiah Thomas is back. He got picked up by the Lakers because they uh, having. I mean, it really, it's every team having COVID problems. But you're seeing all sorts of guys getting called up, getting an opportunity that they normally wouldn't have gotten. And I was thinking about it. I don't know the exact uh, pay scale. But I know the G League jump to the NBA is a is a huge jump. And I think like some of these ten days, you're just like you're making like your season's worth of money in you know a few days, probably probably even more than that. So it's just a huge boon for these guys. The the regular guys are still getting their money. So there 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 are some some silver linings here. I, I do like what about what you you always say uh, you know watching the three on three like ooh can we get some of these guys like back in the league? I don't know. I think like. Uh, some of them might still have it. This is the opportunity for it. <laughs> I guess that's the, look. I'm I'm happy for Isaiah Thomas. I'm not happy that he's playing for the damn Lakers, but I I couldn't be happier for a guy that just did a lot of things for for Boston as well as just for my general well being. Well being, man. Some some really historical games that I will never forget, and it's it's fun to see the Magic back. He's he's gonna be an impact player on this team. They're gonna need him. Anthony Davis is gonna be out for. Over a month, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe yeah. longer. Um, not that he was honestly even having that great of a season to begin with. I mean, it, it's funny you have to be that good of a player for me to say something like that when he's he's been fine. He just hasn't been like standout or I remember how awesome he is every time. But Isaiah is going to be an impact player. I, I it's going to be great watching him take take away all of Westbrook's minutes. I think this is an ideal guy to pair with LeBron again, where he can kind of lean back on the offense and say, Hey man, just go, go cook for a little bit. Like I'll, I'll close out or I'll, I'll start the game. Like whatever you, you just, you're going to have these segments of the game where he, he's able to score and just go on runs. And he's just an immediate fan favorite. I think we can relate to that. Uh, that's, that, that's going to be a good energy for this team because 
they don't really have that right now. They have so many old guys there, and I don't know. This is this just feels like the right excitement for them. It's it's good veteran excitement that I think they were trying to generate out of guys like Carmelo and I, I guess LeBron to some degree. But this this is gonna be good for the league. This is gonna be good for the Lakers, unfortunately. And I I think it's gonna be really good for Isaiah Thomas, which is the only good news out of all of it. Yep, 19 uh, points in his debut, 13 points last night. And, yeah, he's there for, for, for 10 days, and we'll see what, we'll see what happens there. I, I don't think uh, we really know what's going to happen because I, I, does this just kind of continue to go around or kind of once you have been in the protocols and you get out, you're pretty, pretty much set? I, I don't really know how it's going to go. I, well, I think Isaiah will finish the season with the Lakers. Do you? No. No, you don't? You don't think they're going to sign him after the 10-day? You think this is it? Uh, I mean, maybe they'll give him a second one, but uh, I don't think he'll he'll finish the year. Interesting. Well, I hope he finishes the year for somebody. It, it'd be great if it wasn't the Lakers, but I, I think he's going to be staying there. Uh, speaking of coming back, the the one guy I kind of refuse to talk about on this podcast and yet somehow always end up talking about is Kyrie Irving is making a return. Now, he's already in the health and safety protocol prior to even entering this, of which he's not even able to play in certain cities and home games. He's only going to be away games, of which the, I guess, jurisdiction allows it. I don't, I don't even know what the right terminology of all this is. Uh, does this mean anything? Like The reason he's back, like you told me, is they just don't have enough guys. Like This is almost like they signed it's, Kyrie Irving, who was retired, to come back and play. It, it, yeah, it, it's so it's so funny because it's all swirled up with COVID, but it just got down to the point of we don't have enough guys. And last night it came down that hey, if you sign a guy on a ten day or you sign, you know, it's the hardship exception, something because like we just don't have enough guys. We need help to fill out a roster. You would before you you still have to be have a you, you have luxury concerns. So. Yeah, if you sign a guy and you know it's a little money, not a big deal, but these uh, luxury tax implications, it can really jump up where it gets really expensive. So all of a sudden you're going, well, we didn't want to do this, but you know what? This is really going to hit our bottom line. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to have to rethink this. So I, I think it was a financial decision. It seemed like there might have been talk about this for a little while. Uh, I think it was right after our podcast last week. He had posted on Instagram a picture of him like lacing up his shoes. It's like, ooh, this might happen, but it's it's gonna be weird, like because like you said, he can't play in New York, so that's Brooklyn and in Manhattan. Uh, can't play in Toronto. Can't play in Golden State. Not sure about LA right now. Probably can't play there either. I don't think you can play anywhere maybe, in California. I'm not really sure. The, the, the rules are weird. I don't think you can play anywhere in California at the moment. I don't think that's, that's what I'm not yeah. sure because California is like a big place, and I know in different areas they got they they have different rules. Still, this seems so. This seems so weird. Like, just imagine. Like, I'm just imagining our high school team, which is the only basketball team I've actually been on. So this is sorry for the the weak comparison here, but just imagine we get on the bus, we go play a game on the road somewhere we win and we have a, ne- a game the next night and i'm like all right guys i can't go good luck without me like just like, could you just yeah, imagine that yeah. like like i'm not hurt i'm not like i'm not even not on the team i'm just not able to go with you <laughs> like good luck I'll, I'll i'll catch you on the next one like that just it seems 
so bizarre that you would never want this situation under any circumstance, and yet COVID has made us desperate enough where somehow we're willing to accept this, where some guy is going to play part-time, literally part-time, without any actual issues here, and we're going to pay him essentially full-time for this because we're this desperate for players. Yeah, yeah, have to. No, no other options. <laughs> well, I there was a, a point in time where I think uh, the media always liked to say, oh, look at all these greedy players and all that. This feels greedy. This is like one of the greediest things I've ever seen a sports player do. And it's not even related to money. It just seems selfish and greedy. I, by the by, by the by the team? No, by Kyrie. Like, the, just just get vaccinated, man. This is a this is a disadvantage. You you are not helping your team. You're putting yourself and your team at a disadvantage. You are not being a team player. Like this this is something. Is this is avoidable. This is avoidable. There's an outlet. He's not the only one that's not not vaccinated. Well, I, it'll be fascinating to see how his team reacts. Which they're going to be ecstatic to see him play because. He's really good at basketball. Like that's the worst part is he's gonna win all of this. He's gonna get away with everything. Especially it's, compared to the guys that uh everybody else is picking up. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think Kevin Durant is arguably the best player in the league right now. And he just added another alleged all star to his to his roster. Just overnight like that. Like he might not have him every night, but he's gonna have him some nights, and that's gonna help him. And that's gonna help this team. I hate it all. I, I I wish I wish there was just some way to go go around this. It just feels like we were trying to force people to get vaccinated, and this is just the strength and willpower of somebody who doesn't want to get vaccinated to somehow still get their way. It didn't seem possible, but it's gonna happen. And I don't know why I'm so mad about it. I just but look at look at look at out look at all these other players. Like I said, ninety to ninety five percent. We don't know exactly for sure on everybody who 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 is and isn't vaccinated. Kyrie is the main one, but. Like I said, there are 70 guys. So, I mean, if you just go by the math, like at least 60 of them were vaccinated, and still they they are in the health and safety protocols. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to avoid this all going forward. It's absolutely going to impact the NFL season, I think, in the long term. I think a playoff team is going to get screwed, and we're going to have to decide how far we can or cannot postpone games in the playoffs, like these wild card games, you're gonna have to start keeping players on lockdown on the last couple of weeks here, where it's we can't risk anything. No, you can't see them. No, they can't come see you. You, you are locked in here. You are now crate trained like a dog. All right, you are here, and you go to practice, you work out, we watch film, and we do the game, and that's it. All right, you're we can't risk you not being able to play for something like that. It, it's not even a health risk. It's a team risk. It's. There's one way we can have an advantage in every other team. It's that we all stay healthy. We all behave. And I don't know. Well, that's where uh, the NBA is at an advantage because they've had to postpone some games. So playoffs are a ways away. With the NFL, there's only three weeks left. So there's really not the, okay, we'll postpone it a week and then we'll be good. Like you said, after the last week, the next week, that that does a playoff start. Wild wild card weekend, and gonna have to gonna have to figure it out. And I think I, I agree with you. Uh, it seems like we're just kind of at the uh, at the start of this, and hopefully it kind of figures itself out before the, the the playoffs. But I'm I'm not sure it is. And I agree that some team it's gonna be unfortunate, and they'll definitely have the similar to when a guy gets injured. Of oh well, you know if we had our guy, it would have been totally different. Well, here's my next argument. That's gonna be kind of 
counter to, to what I just said of, yeah, COVID's going to ruin a team that should win. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. There isn't one team in the NFL that should win. None of them. Not one's dominant. Not one's on top. Not one is really good. Tampa Bay gets shut out yesterday. New England gets destroyed by Indianapolis. And yes, that's that's probably the proper words to say. I mean, sure, you factor in a couple turnovers and an unfortunate pump block that was returned. And maybe, just maybe it's a tight game. But the reality is we did not play very well. We didn't, our defense struggled. We didn't have Damian Harris. And, and we... We lost in about every aspect of that game. There, I don't think there's a bright side of saying, well, we at least we did this, did that. We, we just straight up lost that game. And I thought we were a pretty good team. I thought Tampa Bay was a pretty good team. I don't know what cursed New Orleans has put on Tom Brady, but there's like some hex of superpower magic that they are able to remove from him every time they face off. I don't know what it is, but suddenly they just figure him out and they were able to make him look so below average on some of these plays. It seems like New Orleans, even without Sean Payton there, was able to game plan around him again. And and I don't know I don't know what teams are good in the NFL. I think the reality is none of them are. And and this is this isn't really gonna matter if, if you got the COVID or not. Because I think I think everyone's even playing field, with or without the disadvantages. I I, I don't like who would you say is the favorite right now? Uh the Chiefs. All right. Yeah, I, seven I, game, seven game, seven game win streak. Certainly, uh, certainly putting up some points. The defense looks significantly better. Had a uh, definitely a, a wild one on, uh, on on Thursday night, but they they're they're number one in the in the AFC right now. And like we said, if you're if you're the first seed, the only only the, the number one seed gets gets the bye. Yeah. So yeah, at, at the top you have uh, you got. Kansas, uh, Kansas City, and then on the other side you got uh, Green Bay. They are the first ones to lock in a uh, playoff spot with their win yesterday. Yeah, well, we'll see how Green Bay is able to maintain everything with the uh, Rodgers' current status. And I mean, I, who knows? Like that just seems like yeah, that Green Bay was a safe bet to do all this, and then Rodgers does something to his foot, and I think he's gonna play. It sounds like he's gonna play, but you think he's gonna be able to finish out the year? Like this is this is gonna go away? He's gonna be able to play the rest of the year like this? It seems. A little bit longer than it needs to be. It's not just the playoff run right now. We got a couple more games left. How much do you chalk up Brady and the Bucks struggling versus the Saints to something the Saints did, or just getting really unlucky with Leonard Fournette getting hurt, Mike Evans getting hurt today? We just found out that um, Godwin, Godwin, you know, he got hurt yesterday, but he is done for the, done uh, for the season with a torn ACL as well as they still uh, have not got An- Antonio Brown back yet. So uh, th- that's a whole bunch of uh, skill position players that I'm able to name. And, you, you, I mean, you know all, all of them. Well, guess what? Tom Brady's won with the New England Patriot roster, and he now has a New England Patriot roster. So it is possible. Now, the one thing he doesn't have is the New England Patriot defense, of which I- I'm, I'm sorry, but if you're starting Richard Sherman as like a real reliable defender at this point in his career – there's red flags all over the place. I, I I think I think a team like like Indianapolis that can run the ball with Taylor is going to destroy teams like this where you, where you don't have really good playmakers. You don't really have much of a threat on the on the pass rush or anything. You're just a really below average defense and get picked apart in a lot of different ways. I I won't say it's impossible because like I said, there's no real juggernaut out there that they need to fear. If anything. This is going to be Tom Brady at his best just doing dink and dunk stuff with Scotty Miller for, for the next seven games or however many it takes to get to the Super Bowl. But 
I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. He's worked with he's worked with worse talent. All right, he certainly has. I don't. I, that's never been the reason he won was because of the talent around him. It's never been the reason Brady's won. So, I, I'd be much more worried about the Patriots than I would be uh, Tampa Bay. I'm not worried about Tom Brady either. I, I look, go ahead, doubt him. I dare you, doubt him. <laughs> tell, tell him he can't do this. Tell him he. Tell him this is too much. Tell him this is this is the obstacle he's not going to be able to overcome. Tell him this is too much of a struggle. He's too old. He's too slow. He doesn't have the help around him. He's he's going to have to play on the road for some of these games, and he's going to get whatever happens. Go ahead, tell him tell him that, and then in a couple weeks from now, when he's standing on top with the fucking trophy again, then 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 come talk to me. All right, because I, I want you to feel this feeling right now when he tells you. Tell him he can't. He can't do something. He's just gonna overcome it. I, I, it's, it's Tom Brady. Until, until he retires, I don't think it's fair to have any doubt of of stuff like that for him. It's just ridiculous, and it's frustrating because he's not on our team anymore. But this is this is one of one type of guys. There's not another guy out there like this. There's no one else like Tom Brady. So with the rematch with uh, the Patriots and the Bills coming up on Sunday, how many passes do you think Mac Jones throws? Well, I'm kind of in more favor of the three again because a couple, he just he wasn't he didn't have a good game. He, he didn't have a good game. It's totally normal, I think, for rookies to have games like this. I mean, we just Brady struggled yesterday. It, it happens. I think sometimes you either had the wrong game plan or you just aren't able to execute it. Or, or you know what? Both teams play to win. You know, sometimes the other team just figured it out before you could figure it out. They they just came with a better strategy, a better plan, and Maybe executed better, and maybe they just had better players. It, it, it's it could be anything on on a, any given Sunday at this point. So I'm anticipating him not throwing the ball as much, but I think that has to factor in of whether or not Damian Harris is back as well because we didn't have him, and I wasn't as worried going into it because I, I kind of like the Stevenson guy. I have talked about him in fantasy at the beginning of the year, and he's he's just. As much as I want him to be the guy, he, he's not there yet. He may get there, and you may see flashes of it here, but Harris, I think, is a is a really crucial crucial running back to our just function on offense. I mean, Mac, Mac needs safety blankets because he's, he's still a rookie. As good as he looks, he's, he's still a rookie. I don't think he's able to carry us over certain teams quite as much as we would like. So I'm imagining a pretty soft day for Mac, nothing too thrilled, nothing too spectacular. Hopefully we can just out game plan them again, run the ball, hold on to the ball, not have any turnovers, no special teams turnovers, especially. My God, uh, those are the worst. But we'll have a chance, and even if we don't, it doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. We we can we'll be all right. All right, this is we're, we're gonna make the playoffs. I still think we can win the division, and we're we're in a better place than we were last year, and we're gonna be even better next year, even if the season doesn't close out the way we quite want to so no no real concern here i don't think you're gonna see a big day out of mac though are, are you anticipating like what 40 passes out of him or something i think he'll pass for more than three and less than 40 <laughs> yeah and mccaffrey's gonna How be the like number that? one fantasy player in uh in football <laughs> this year way way to tell us the yeah lebron james plays basketball i don't know if you knew that too i just just thought we'd uh tell you some more obvious things i don't know here. he was hurt he was hurt for a while he wasn't playing any <laughs> basketball <laughs> well here i got a, i got a question for you that's kind of a uh, football football adjacent so on saturday i was lucky enough i got invited to go to a uh, to a christmas party it was a uh, yankee swap was was a whole bunch of fun 
but it's on Saturday and the Patriots are playing the group that I was with. There just weren't uh, like a ton of sports fans there. There was a TV in the living room and it was basically showing the, the, the Google Chromecast of just kind of like nice Christmas pictures. And this is the second Christmas party that I've been to where there's been a TV in the vicinity. It's on, but it's not showing anything. It's not like there's a Christmas movie on or it's playing music. It is just showing moving images. What is the protocol? What What is acceptable to ask to have the game on? Can you just ask after you like right when you've walked in? Do you have to wait until the fourth quarter or is it just you, you cannot ask that, uh, that, you know, that's overstepping a line and you have to go a different, a different route? I think if if you want it. All right. I don't get invited or attend enough parties. I'm way too much of an introvert to even give you advice on this. But I would say in this situation, this sounds like something which would you have known beforehand that this was it scheduled for Saturday the whole time or it was this. Yeah, the it was, Patriots game was. Yeah, it was scheduled for Saturday the whole time. So you, I would have I would have asked before even attending. What would have been my 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 I think that's your window to ask being like, hey, all right, cool. Yeah, appreciate the invite. Uh. Just, just one little thing. Uh, Patriots play that day. Is, is there any chance the game will be on? And then you at least get an option of like, well, I'm not sure, but the, there is a TV, and you know, we'll, we'll work on it when we get there or whatever. But I think that was your window. I think once you're there, and no one else really cares about it. I mean, why? Like, no, you know, you're, you're a guest at the house. The house is set up for the guests the way it's set up. I think that's that. You just power through it. The the ask beforehand. I I, I get what you're saying, but it almost seems like it's. Like it's it's too much because then I feel like the host then thinks like wait so if I'm not showing a football game you're not going to come to my Christmas party yes that, well, that was that was not the case but it, it doesn't don't you feel like then it, it puts too much pressure on them I if I was hosting I'd rather you ask me beforehand than than during but also I'm a sports fan so like I, yeah I would have the game on but if you're not a sports fan you gotta be. You, you need to get alerted this, I guess. Uh, I think it's a little bit easier to know beforehand than, than during. It, it, it is funny where you knew there was a game on Saturday. I knew it. You know, you're talking to people and we're in our little bubble. And then you, you go to this, you go to an event with other live people and just have no idea. Like does not matter to them even, even a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, it's, I'm trying to think of a comparison, but I don't think it's quite the same as being like, yeah, it's Sunday night. Uh, succession comes out at nine. Turn everything off, and we're going to start watching this if if you want me to attend. I don't. It doesn't sound quite the same. The one thing I'll say about sports, though, is yeah, you can watch it without sound. You can watch it in the background. It's not necessarily distracting from anything else. Now, there is there is a vibe, though, all right? The, the slideshows is, is, is there not as an entertainment. It's just more of as a background thing. Now, the, the, the game itself is an actual distraction. I think that's accomplishing a little bit more than than what the TV was supposed to do that night. You're supposed to be interacting and and just saying the the ambiance of the TV and and and, and socializing and, and doing all that. You're not really supposed to be, you know, watching a sports game alone with the sound off while while everyone else is around you, not even paying attention to it. It it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it was that kind of party. <laughs> Well, with the, 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 the route that I went was not to ask about it. And it was a little more because the game was on uh, the NFL network. I'm sure it was somewhere locally, but if it was an easy, this game's on ESPN, 
do you have ESPN? Do you mind? It's just, it's pretty simple. Where there's like, hey, can I mess around on your TV? It was just too much. So it was, I was keeping an eye on the score. So the Patriots went down 20 to nothing. So it was not a, I have to check this all of the time. And so it was doing, doing party stuff. But then in the fourth, when we had made the push and it was getting close, I did kind of go over to the, to the couch in the room where there was a TV and kind of off to the side and did put it on on my phone, you know, sound off and everything. We're just kind of sitting there a little bit and did get a, a little bit chastised by a friend of you. Like you, uh, you're being pretty antisocial over here. It's like, well, I'm being antisocial at this party right here, but there are millions of people watching this game right now. If it was on the TV, I could be more social with people, but I, I kind of want to see if this game is going to go in my favor. And I've only been over here for like 15 minutes watching this. It's not like I've been here for two hours. Well, Whoever told you you can't have it all, apparently you can. All right, you just you just do whatever you want all the damn time because that's that's what you're doing. All right, that's 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 fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I I, I think if if you wanted it to all go smoothly, you need to go to a different party. Well, there's only so many Christmas parties, so you know you gotta kind of gotta you gotta get out there. No, I'm I'm good on the parties. No 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 parties for me. No hosting. No attending. If I do ha- attend, it, it's it's like I make an appearance and then I'm I'm out. Like the second I say hi to everyone is the second I'm gonna start saying goodbye to everyone. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> gotta gotta go walk the I dog. Think this might be. Gotta I go think walk this the might dog. be why uh, <laughs> you you frequently say you have nothing to do because this is these are the things that you do. No, that's not the stuff I want to do though. I don't want to go hang out with a bunch of people that I only so only get talked to one night of the whole damn year. That's not. That's not fun. I don't want to catch up. I hate small talk. And and if you were my friend, we'd we talk regularly. We'd have actual conversations. It's fine. I don't I don't need to be going having terrible small talk with people. I think I, you're setting your your expectations too high. Terrible, you're gonna have to have some small talk. Terrible small talk with people that don't like me and people that I already don't like. It, it's it's not it's not for me. All right. It's I look. I've done them. I've attended them. I've been at these as a, as a realtor, where you have to go to these and you have to socialize and you have to do that anymore. And now that I don't have to do that anymore, no interest in ever doing it again. Nope. Nope. No, I don't. My my, my friend circle is small and tight, and it's fine. And it's not that I'm not allowing new members. It's just that I'm at a good capacity right now. You know, I don't really need to know about all your other lives, and that I it just no, I don't need to know that. All right, I got enough going on. I I don't need that. Okay. No, and plus, I mean, you, you tell me about all these damn parties all the time. Like, like, yeah, all right, I had a good time. I was like, did you? You missed the Patriot game. All right, I I was able to watch the game, and it was an awful game, and, and maybe I wish I was at a party instead of that. But in general, I would rather watch the Patriot game. Well, that one wasn't wasn't the best wasn't the best one. It's probably not the best example. No. Um, all right, I'm trying to find a way to transition into this year, but uh urban myers was fired is that is that actual breaking news or is is, is anyone shocked by that like if, <laughs> like if this happened four weeks ago would you have said oh man yeah they really got rid of him quick like now it almost feels like they got rid of him late <laughs> like as if he had a chance of surviving the rest of the year like it was like oh wait a minute we haven't done this yet we we, we gotta get rid of this guy now uh it, it seemed like every week something happened what was it it was around halloween when the uh, the co-ed was dancing up on him and he had to apologize for it. And it was just a, okay, this isn't like a really bad offense. It's just, it's just kind of a bad look. Like you're at your, I think it was at like his own bar, like that he owns where it's like, you could have just 
could not like it would just wouldn't have been on film like all right but it wasn't a, a like you need to be fired for this like something like the um the gruden situation where it's just like oh ooh, that, that that's beyond a bad look then it goes along and then there was i think it was two weeks ago that the it was leaked that he had called all of his assistants losers and then went around the room and forced them to say like what they'd ever won in their entire life, which I just can't imagine that happened, but it gets leaked and it is put out there. Like it's real. And then kind of the final, the, uh, the, the, the nail in the coffin was, it was said that, or uh, the, the, the kicker Lambo uh, came out and said that Urban Meyer had kicked him during warmups and said, make make your kicks which also seems like this can't be real this can't this can't be but he came out and said it and so just a whole bunch of just this is not great and top of the team is not winning not successful at all and poof talk about a mess there are different types of leadership in this world all right there are army leaders there are coaches there are teachers there are different types of leaders Everything you just described is not an effective trait of any different type of leader in any sort of situation. That just seems like a jerk that nobody wants to play for or with or just just cooperate with. Like, why, who wants to work with that guy? I, I don't care if it's a sports job or anything else. It's nobody wants to work like that. Just, no, just the entirely disrespectful of everything. The lack of like, actual character with with some of the off field choices, which is nobody's business. But you're Urban Myers. You're a head coach. You're not nobody you can't you can't go out and make bad decisions and expect people not to notice like i know that's not fair but that's that's kind of the 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 cost of this is you don't you don't get to do that without consequences so i i'm not shocked by it i'm sure he'll be employed if he isn't already very soon by somebody and and we'll hear more stories like this i I don't think this is the last we've heard of urban myers and i just I kind of feel bad for for the the number one pick in uh, in uh, Lawrence, because uh, I I think I do think he's a good player, but man, it's it's just funny you see these guys go number one to these awful awful teams. He went to the worst league, the worst team in the league, and you just wonder like how mm-hmm. how are they ever going to get around this? Like the whole reason they they say these guys suck is because they don't have a good quarterback, and now they allegedly check that box by getting somebody at number one and. And it's like, wow, there are so many more problems that run so much deeper than all of this. It's it's just unfortunate for a team that's been struggling already that is just hitting the reset already. And maybe that's really a good thing, though. They they, they weren't going under with Urban Myers. It's, it's, so at least that's over. Start over. I don't know who comes in next, but it's it's going to be better. They will be better next year. Where do you think uh, Urban Meyer ends up? <laughs> who knows? Somewhere flashy. Somewhere where he can stick his middle finger up as much as possible to as many people as possible. Someone's going to let him do this. So back to college? Yo, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some, <laughs> And he's going to make a lot of money. He might make just as much money as he was making in the NFL. That's the crazy part. Is He's essentially did a terrible job in the NFL, and he's going to get rewarded with just as much money to do the same job for some mediocre college team. He had a lot of success in college. He did. He, did. he lost. He lost more games uh, this season in the NFL, and he's already been fired. So not even a full season than he had his entire uh, run at Ohio State. Man, who? I I don't want to play for this guy. I that's the only thing I. I 
I just don't know if his character has been damaged enough to the point where it's like, hey, you're costing us recruits now. Like we, we we're not even like that. That like if you, I don't know what school to throw out there as an example, but if you're not like that heavy hitter recruit team where you're able to actually get all the top people and you're settling and and scrapping away for whatever's left at the bottom, and you got a guy like Urban Myers who's you know a little iffy on the a little rough on the edges here. Like isn't that Something like you can't really afford to risk of saying, like, we're already fighting over all the 50-50 guys. Like, why do we need to get a coach where we're going to lose even more guys? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, th- I think that is the only concern right now where he almost needs to sign with a school that has enough clout but still doesn't have enough clout that they could get a better coach. Like, like who's somebody, like, on the cusp right now of being one of those top, top schools but isn't quite there? Like, I, I feel like he's going to end up going to a team like that. That's that's where I could see him. Where it's not the tippity top, which those jobs don't come up, up, up very often, but more of a a middle team in one of the one of the power five schools that's just saying, you know what, this guy was really successful. We're willing to overlook uh, the you know the blemishes. Uh, you know, Nick Saban went to the NFL, wasn't very successful, came back to college, super successful, and just the you know what, and we're willing to roll the dice. And I'm not saying it'll be for next year, but we we in in sports have a pretty short memory and he's had a lot of success and teams teams and schools are hungry for that that's how you get the money it is college football you know pay pay the guy if uh, i think you're going to going to make that work yeah all right enough enough talk about dumb people that are supposedly good at their jobs, but just not nice to people. I, I really don't care about them. I really don't. Uh, a coach I do care about is Steve Kerr, who is set up to coach the next uh, basketball Olympics for the for the men's team. I, I don't think this comes really much of a shock here, but you know, uh, good good for Kerr, man. I it feels like uh, Mark Jackson was the coach of Golden State like just last year, and and he's kind of been there a really long time now. Like that was a long, long time ago. And the success that has uh, kind of happened since he took over for Golden State and the amount of players he's been able to coach, uh, it seems like the right choice. I, I have I have no problem with it. I think being a former player and being specifically a role player has, I, I think, made him very relatable in understanding you know, how to deal with a, a Jordan personality, a Pippen de- personality, a Dennis Rodman personality, a Phil Jackson personality. I just think there are very few people who have interacted with the the same range of characters as Steve Kerr has. So I I'm all for it. He's, he's beyond all that. He's also just a really smart basketball coach and former player. So uh, nothing but nice things to say about Steve Kerr here. It's uh, I I suppose a little unfortunate that you know Popovich isn't going to be able to coach forever. You know I think we all knew that, and he's done a lot he of great things the, too. He uh, was only the the coach for one Olympics, right? I feel like he was always involved, though. I, I like even yeah, if he, the same way. I'm pretty sure his Kerr has been a, been an assistant as well. Yeah, and, th- and that's all fine. I, I just it's more of all right. We're 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 kind of taking over an era here, and I think Kerr can kind of run with this era for uh, really as long as he wants. Like I don't know who the next guy yeah, up he's, would be. He's, yeah, he's he's a younger guy in the you know in the coach the coach uh, sphere. So I, I'm more just the end of the kind of Popovich regime and the, the start of the the Kerr era will will just continue. And it'll be there as long as he wants it. I, I like all the bad things I just said about Urban Myers. I don't think you're going to find any stories quite like that about Kerr. I think you're going to find the opposite, if anything. Uh, so I'm excited for it. I, I'm hopefully we're able to 
put the right team together. I, I feel like we've kind of struggled in the past with some real interesting recruiting. You know, we're we're still a really good basketball country, and I, I hope we're able to continue that. And I think Kerr's the guy to continue it as, as best he can. So uh, not not really much news beyond that, just that he's he's the guy, right? We, anything else to talk about? Uh, it's that, that it was it was pretty much known he was he was going to be the guy, but it was officially announced, and it was also uh, announced his assistant coaches are going to be uh, Miami's uh, Eric Spolstra, Phoenix's Monty Williams, and uh, Gonzaga's Mark Few. All right. Well, I feel like we've talked about all we could have talked about in the podcast. Is there anything else you want to get to? We we got about 15 minutes to get the hour here, but uh, I can uh, kind of get out whenever here. Uh, just it, it's cool. Uh, Williams, Monty Williams was was an assistant before uh, under under Coach K and Spolstra and few were involved with uh, the U.S. select team. So it's just like might be wondering like, hey, how these guys get involved? And it's they were in. They, they've been doing stuff at a lower level and it's kind of made, made sense that they've kind of come up and just it, with Kerr being announced as the, as, as the coach after Popovich, it just seems even more weird. Now I never really didn't really think about it that coach K a college coach was the, the Olympic coach. I mean, had incredible success, but just like looking back, it's like, huh, that's quite the, the move that Jerry Colangelo, I'm pretty sure it was Jerry Colangelo made to say, we're going to have a college guy in here and not an NBA coach and just, you know, they're, they're making, making a change and, you know, I sure hope that, uh, we continue to have success. Yeah. Uh, well, we got a, we got a long time before, uh, Olympic basketball starts, but we, we do still have NBA going on. We, we got NFL and we've got a, a holiday weekend coming up around the corner here that, uh, a whole new year, just end of the year coming, coming together here. I uh, kind of just want to wish everyone a Happy holiday season, and if you haven't heard already, and I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast, uh, make sure you follow us on our Facebook page, Little of Column A, Little of Column B, and you can follow uh, Zach and I on there. We, we post the podcast. You can listen to the whole thing on Facebook now. It's uh, it's actually a great way to listen if you're not already listening on Spotify or any other streaming platforms. We should be available there. So subscribe if you can. Uh, if not, we appreciate you for stopping by, and hopefully you give us a try again. Uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, anything else you want to kind of get at, get to here? I mean, I feel like uh, uh, we haven't thrown out my, uh, my my Twitter in a while. That's Wicked Z Man Twenty Four. If you want to get get a hold of me, yeah, yeah, reach out to Zach. Uh, you know, reach out to as many people as you can this holiday season. All right, uh, I feel like uh, I've, I've I've certainly except for Will. Don't invite Will anywhere. Oh. He doesn't want to go. You can so... invite me, but you can be prepared for me to just ask be him. nice to him. <laughs> I, you know, I really would not be insulted if you didn't want to invite me because you know I don't want to go. Like I really don't. It's 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 yeah, fine. That is, it's important to know what you want to do, but yeah, I just want to let the people know. Talk to everybody. Talk to your family. Reach out to them, but just say hi to Will. Send him a card. Don't invite him anywhere. Don't don't even send me the card if it's got glitter. <laughs> just don't don't even don't even do it. I won't even open it. I swear I put it up to the light now. Like I don't even open the envelope. I like put it up to the light and I'm like, is there any shimmer? through this envelope at all uh, like it's, it's a real test i can't trust anybody now too they although i hate glitter it's it's terrible yeah you uh you really set yourself up for that with that glitter rant nobody likes it i'm i'm not the only one see if i sent out christmas cards which i sent out a few if you got one i'm uh, if you, good for you if you didn't i'm sorry it, it really was not properly planned there was not enough made so <laughs> it's it's, uh, we'll work on that next year. But next year, fine. Everybody's getting glitter next year. And I'm sending 
like actual glitter glitter, not, not the fake stuff, like the real thing that's going to rub off and it's going to be everywhere. And uh, you're going to rubber my card forever because it's going to drive you insane. It's going to be there forever. So that, that's that's my that's my warning for next year. <laughs> there you go, listeners. You know, you can listen to a lot of podcasts, but you decide to listen to us where there are threats at the end. So there you go. <laughs> Happy holidays, you filthy animals. <laughs> Little column A, little column B.